Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Yeah, today we're going to get started by asking you to imagine the following scenario. Do you ever lay in bed in the morning and, you know, you're just waking up and you think, I'm going to think about the things I want to do today. So you, you start going through the list in your head. You're going to clean your whole house. You're going to replant the entire garden, do three workouts, go through your Amazon card and decide what you're actually going to buy that's in there. Uh, You're going to cook a three course meal, answer all your emails. And you've just got this list, a long, long, long list. And and it's all going to be perfect. And you're going to get it all done and have a, a really great day. But instead, what actually ends up happening to most of us, most of the time would be you get up, you look half presentable, off to work you go, um, you barely make it through the day, you get home, you were going to cook that meal, but screw it, I'm going to have craft dinner instead. So you throw that on the stove and, you know, shovel that in, fall asleep on the couch while you're trying to have a little bit of you time at the end of the day. Never been there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, today we're going to talk about time management. So like mom said, we've, there's no way that nobody on this planet has ever been there before. Um, I just, I'm going to say it because it's just one of those, I think, natural human occurrences. Um, so we found on clockfly.me, uh, that there are six types of time management. So there is a time martyr. So your own tasks feel too much like a responsibility. So you gladly sign up for helping others also. And you get validation validation from them, but neglect your own responsibilities. Yeah. Then we have the procrastinators. They delay work on everything. Some procrastinators claim that they work better under pressure, but often that's not really the case. Mm, I've said that before, but I think it's just me going... You know, it's me trying to rectify the situation. Oh, I totally meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's the distractor. So good intentions, but these people find themselves constantly getting caught in things that have nothing to do with the task at hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like squirrel. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you're cleaning up the living room. You pick something up off the table, take it to the kitchen, realize that you really need to organize that uh, utensil drawer then, you know, you're off to some other tasks. And before you know it, you, you did a whole lot of sort of nothing. I mean, maybe you got a few little menial tasks done, but you probably didn't get the biggest job that you had planned for the day done. Yeah. It's like bits and pieces. You're over here, you're over there. And then suddenly all I wanted to do was clean the living room, but the whole house still looks a mess because I did bits and pieces everywhere. Right. Um, so there's also the underestimator. So estimate that handling a task will take you much less time than it actually does. And you rarely live up to your optimistic deadlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate to that one too. Yeah. So uh, next we have firefighter. You tackle everything on your own, but it's right now. And so you're just running around like a chicken with its head cut off. 
Uh, you don't feel fulfilled unless you have about 10 things going on at once and you spend most of the time reacting and putting out fires, basically. Yeah. And lastly, we have the perfectionist. So you want everything to be perfect and will work overtime and go to great lengths to deliver, which causes stress and stagnation in other areas that need attention. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So um, when I'm looking over the list myself, uh, it sounds pretty familiar. <laughs> a lot of yeah. those things, I would say I have dabbled in at least all of them at least one time. <laughs> at perhaps. least, yeah. Or, perhaps two. more. Yeah, yeah, only two here. No, all of them. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've conquered and overcome many things at once, but it's funny how it's just seems like a day-to-day -day routine and we don't give ourselves credit for how much we do in a day oftentimes. So for me, for example, uh, I have a full-time job in um, the field that I graduated college in. Um, I'm also studying two different online courses right now. I also go to the gym. I've started a podcast and I make time for other priorities in my life. Like my boyfriend and I love to play video games together and I like to read and sometimes I just want to watch Netflix and sometimes somehow you manage to find the time to do all of these things and then but you don't give your, yourself any credit for those everyday mundane tasks. Yeah, yeah, I can totally relate to that. There were a lot of times in the last few years, I didn't know how I was going to get from here to there, point A to point B. Uh, I had at one point three <clears throat> courses on the go at the same time, uh, working on the podcast, doing some other things. Of course, there's other demands in life as well. And uh, yeah, I, I just didn't know how I was going to get it all done. But somehow it all came together. Not to mention the holiday season is coming up. And that's just a whole other can of worms that everybody goes through and, you know, to go Christmas shopping and to do this and to do that on top yeah. of your already busy schedule. So, yeah. 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 So that's according, true. according to Mark McCormick, achievers aren't born organized and prompt. <laughs> no kidding <laughs> right like no kidding no I was born this way <laughs> right yeah so being too busy can often make us feel like we are drowning and can then lead to us being discouraged and depressed so this overwhelm can then further pull us in a downward spiral yeah so I guess then the goal would become to plan ahead so we can take things in smaller doable chunks uh, that won't feel so overwhelming yeah, so I have previously discussed in another episode um, about how a friend of mine and I, and we're still doing it, and it's working great, um, we do weekly goals. So those are small, doable chunks. So for example, I was talking about my picture frames. I don't know, this must have been two or three weeks ago now that I've mentioned this. And um, back then, I hadn't even decided what what way I wanted to put the picture frames on the wall. Like I wanted to look up on Pinterest, different ways to lay out picture frames on the wall and whatever. And um, even though it's taken me what, three or four weeks, uh, I've picked the design for it. I've gone and I've picked up the picture frames. And one of my goals this week actually is to get them on the wall. So if it wasn't these small doable chunks, I'd still have 
nothing in my possession or no idea what was going to go on that wall. So it sometimes tasks have to be broken down like that. So that's just a small example, but I've previously discussed that and, uh, yeah, it's working for me and it seems to be working for her too. I mean, she can only speak for herself, but yeah, it's those small doable chunks. So I guess by this point, everybody sees what's coming down the pipe. We're going to talk about time management, planning ahead, Mm. uh, scheduling things. Uh, We're going to break it down for you because uh, scheduling, I guess, isn't a practice that is used by everyone. Mm -hmm. So mom and I just discussing this episode, her and I schedule everything in our lives, but we realized that not all people function in the same way because we tend to do this generalized well most people feel this way and sometimes that's not the case and I mean even I can speak for my boyfriend that he does not plan ahead (laughs) (laughs) so not everyone works the same either yeah so uh some dude named Mark McCormick broke down scheduling into three categories so we've got planning compartmentalization and maximizing Yeah. So with planning, uh, one study showed that 15 minutes spent planning can save an hour of wasted time in some cases. So when we try to keep a lot of information in our heads, it can cause us to be mentally distracted and inefficient. So writing these things down can really make a difference and clear some clutter in your brain. Yeah. So um, you can make a master list of of tasks that you'd like to uh, get completed and this right off the bat takes the overwhelm out of your head. Yeah. Um, I've had to do that a number of times because I, I don't know if it's just a woman, woman thing. I don't imagine it is, but um, I can only speak from my personal womanly experience that I know um, my list in my head, it, it, it includes everything from when the bathroom needs to be cleaned next to got to pick up the milk at the store or don't forget to go um, drop this off or pick this up or you have an online meeting at this time or Mm -hmm. oh yeah I didn't uh, I didn't you know switch out the winter jackets for the fall jackets or that sort of thing yeah and it's just all the time in your head so getting those things down on paper that that really helps to uh, clear some thought place in your head as well. Yeah, because the average person's short-term memory can only hold about seven pieces of information for about 30 seconds. And let's be honest, most of us have more than that buzzing around in our heads at one time. So um, this can easily become an automatic overwhelm and setting yourself up for failure. So unless you write these things down, um, it's kind of like when you go to the grocery store. Oh, damn, I, I forgot my list at home. And what did I need? Okay, I needed eggs and I needed milk and I needed apples and so unless you have things written down like your memory can only hold so much um so that's just a a quick example of how easily we can forget things I mean I walk into a new room half the time and I'm like what did I walk in here for I don't know let me go back (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. for sure so you're going to want to prioritize your master list by using a number system you know the most important things of course would be uh closer to the one and two area and the things that aren't really needing to be done right away would be higher up in the scale. Mm -hmm. So once you've completed prioritizing your master list, you'll want to make a daily list as well. Mm -hmm. So let's be honest, we all think we can accomplish more than we're actually capable of in a certain time frame. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) once you've created this daily list, you're actually going to want to cut it in half 
um, because you'll start cutting corners if you try to do everything at once. It's like mom started off with that scenario. Today, I'm going to clean the whole house and then I'm going to plant the garden and then I'm going to go and do this. And you have all of these great ideas and you, you're feeling motivated to do all these things during the day. And suddenly all you managed to do was go to work, come home, make supper and go to bed. So Mm -hmm. to plan ahead and, um, to have this list cut in half can really help with, um, the time management. Yeah. Cause yeah. Slow and steady wins the race Yeah, every time. I mean, it's, it's our nature to want to get it all done and get it all done now and then go and, you know, relax, but, uh, there's always going to be something that you need to add to the bottom of the list. So, so just keep on trucking and, uh, try to get it, you know, so that you have, room to have the time to do the things that you need to do right and when you've created and allocated this time it also allows for if there's something that comes up I mean life always throws curveballs our way so if something randomly comes up and you didn't plan for it at least you have a bit more wiggle room throughout the day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and when you know that that list is there and available to you it's easy to you know um, let your mind focus on the things it needs to focus on because you know you can easily refer to your list and um, that will also help you stay focused at the task at hand Uh, you'll enjoy life more because you won't have that mental stress always in in the back rolling around there and uh, it will actually help you to be more productive yeah So moving on to the second one, which is compartmentalize. So it says, simply put, as you're always somewhere that you're not. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess that would be kind of like. If you're. uh, uh, Yeah, I I was going to say, you know, uh, this summer, go to the beach. And I had some stuff I needed to catch up on. So I thought, well, I'll take this book and that book and I'll get down here and I'll read. So going to the beach I wasn't able to enjoy the beach as much as I would have otherwise because I was kind of more focused on what coursework I was needing to be done doing but then you know when I'm home doing coursework I'm thinking damn I wish I was at the beach so you know when you're splitting hairs there you're you're not getting the full experience or able to give the full attention that's needed for some tasks yeah so even writing down the full intention that you have like with a certain task so every action um so laundry is a good example if you say oh, i'm going to do laundry today be specific with yourself um because then you start to feel scatterbrained and feel like you only got part of the task done if you realize there was more to the task than you realize so when you say laundry do you mean wash and fold or do you mean wash fold iron or do you mean wash, fold, iron, sew on the buttons? So mm-hmm. laundry can mean many different things. So be specific in your intentions so that you know exactly where your your mindset and your goal is in completing that task. Yeah, and it will give you a better idea too uh, for the time that is going to actually be needed. Yeah. So um, once you finish uh, an item on your list, uh, we want you to cross it off. That really gives you a good sense of you know I've accomplished something you know yeah I I, love I I was just gonna say I took out the garbage I accomplished something check (laughs) yeah I I love doing this I actually do it with my work a lot because it also beyond just 
making sure that I get the tasks done that I need to have done because I can't, oh wait, did I already do that? And oh shoot, I feel like there's one more thing I'm missing. To keep that list in front of me is one thing, but to also go done, Mm -hmm. that feels really good. So at the end of the day, when I've, you know, gotten down the list, it, it feels good to see how much I've accomplished. For sure. It builds momentum. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to focus on the here and now. Don't be thinking about things that you have to do in two weeks from now. That that's a real struggle for me sometimes with deadlines coming up and that sort of thing. Uh, I feel like I have this Rolodex going on in my head all the time of a million things. And it really can, if, if you're not careful, it can pull away from what you're doing. You know, I've seen myself get caught up in, in that sort of thought pattern and being reading chapters and chapters of my coursework. And then all of a sudden I'm like, uh, what did I just, I have no idea. So I've also wasted the time in reading and I have to go back and do it again. Yeah. 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 So focus on the here and now. Um, so lastly, the maximize, um, so maximize your time and energy to move towards your goals by having a system. So this is kind of relevant in every scenario in life. Um, so like the example of grocery stores, but mom, you were mentioning something about, and you had brought it up and I was like, yeah, I do that too, actually about how you write your grocery list even. Yeah. Well, first I just write it down, but then if I know where I'm going to shop, I will mentally like, you know, the layout of the store most of the time, once in a while, they mix it up and really throw you for a loop. But for the most part, you know, let's say we're going to a big box store that's, that's uh, (laughs) out off the highway, let's put it that way. Right. Um, And so you get there and you get your carrot and in you go. And if you have an idea of the pattern of the store you can write down you know this in this island and so I would start with nuts and granola bars and then you know do I need any underwear kind of thing and Mm -hmm. I think everybody knows where I'm leading down the path here and then you know then there's produce and then there's bread and and if I can write it if I can write my grocery list down as I'm pushing the cart through the store type of thing, then I'm able to select those items. I don't, I don't get, you know, my cart full of stuff and then realize I got to put the cat litter in or that sort of thing. Not just that, but I find I'll end up by the cat litter and then go, oh no, I thought I was almost done shopping and I forgot to grab the granola bars by the entrance. So then you have to backtrack. Mm -hmm. So the whole point is to maximize your visit. And, um, I do that all the time just because I want to get in and I want to get out. I don't want to spend more time in there and spend more money than I need to. So um, Mm -hmm. no matter which way you look at it. So it's not just about grocery shopping either. You can even extend that further about organizing your meals. So you decide at the beginning of the week what you're going to eat. Then you go and buy the groceries and you categorize them like mom and I was saying, mom and I were saying, and then you go home and you cook on one day of the week or two days of the week. So you meal prep. And so just to eliminate that last minute stuff also of, oh, geez, it's six o'clock and we haven't even eaten yet. Let's go get takeout. So mm-hmm. it depends on which which way you're motivated. If it's let's save some money on takeout food and let's plan ahead and maximize our visits at the grocery store by having a list so we don't spend more money. So yeah. no matter which way you look at it. 
Yeah. Also things like bills. I mean, I've seen me pull into the post office, get my mail. Okay. Rip it open in the car, throw the envelopes away, come home. My hands are full. I throw the, the bills or whatever mail on the counter. Next thing you know, somebody else comes home, throws their stuff on the counter. And then it's, it's buried under things. And Hey, guess what? That electricity bill came due two days ago or that sort of thing. Uh, that's, I can honestly say that's happened to me maybe twice in the last uh, 30 years. So mm. I'm pretty good at the bill thing. I'll put it somewhere where I know it's going to be. Otherwise you can easily spend money with overdue bills and that sort of thing. Also just losing stuff. Where's my keys? And and where is my shirt or my this or my that if if you're not having some sort of an organization system you're going to start losing things it takes more time then you you know it makes you late then you get in your car and then you're barreling down the road the snowball and effect yeah right everything. and then you're angry maybe at somebody that normally wouldn't have been if you weren't so rushed and- somebody cut you off and then you have a terrible day at work and then works awful because you went in awful and then you go yeah. home and it's just such a snowball so it's about having a system and maximizing your time um right. and to also just kind of know if you're a morning or a night person um right. time of day and when you can be most productive can also plan to um, how much you can get done. Um, I am more of a morning person. Once I hit a certain, I call, I say to mom, it's called my crazy hour because once I hit a certain point in the evening, that's it for me. I'm done. Don't ask me to do anything other than watch TV and lay in bed. Because even if I try, like I, I never used to be able to study when I was younger and well, even now I guess, um, to study during the late hours of the night some people that's when they get most of their stuff done but for me no I'm I'm asleep already I can't be doing that yeah I'm the same issue that way Mm. so another tactic would be um to dedicate excuse me uh doable time blocks for things sometimes uh, I don't think I speak alone here we have things on our plate that we just keep putting off for whatever reason. You don't want to call uh, a certain um, cable company yeah. <laughs> and be on hold forever to yeah. get someone that you have difficulty communicating with and, you know, that sort of thing. So those tasks sometimes can get pushed to the back. Um, I find also larger tasks that you know, they just feel like climbing a mountain. And so they, they keep getting pushed and keep getting pushed. But sometimes if you can take a task and um, break it into smaller pieces, even for me to have to do something that I really don't want to do, I'll think, okay, if I can just, you know, set the timer, how much, how much of this can I tolerate? 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. And I said, uh, timer and usually by the time the timer goes off I'm like hey I'm into the groove I can do another 15 of cleaning the basement or whatever the case may be yeah a lot of times it's just sitting out sitting down and deciding you're going to do it even I find that's my biggest issue with the gym and I'm sure there's other relatable times is to get there first and then to start once I'm there, I'm fine. So it's Mm -hmm. like you said, when you sit down and you set the timer and you're like, Oh geez, here we go. I need to just put in 15 minutes and then I can go back on my phone and scroll through Facebook or whatever. Um, But once you're in it, you're in it. 
I was going to say also, I, I've done that a lot with studying it. Well, A, I'm not as young as I used to be. Um, B, sometimes the course material can be heavy. And especially where I was doing a number of courses, sometimes I could switch back and forth with what, I, you know, if this one wasn't particularly interesting or it wasn't, you know, enticing me, then maybe I could switch to this course. But sometimes I have to get certain work done. So I would set a timer you know, for an hour. Okay. I'm doing nothing but this for an hour. Cause the amount of stuff you can find that you suddenly need to do right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's incredible. So the, the timer system has really worked quite well for me. Yeah. And I've done it in the past too. And I think mom used to force me to do it too, when it came to school, high school and studying things, but it does work. Um, but with all of this said, it does take some obvious practice, patience and fine tuning. And I mean, yes, we've said, write things down and make lists and then you've got these lists, but I mean, it's figuring out a system that works for you and what is most efficient for you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can even make things worse for ourselves, uh, like some of the examples we talked about, self-defeating behaviors by not planning ahead, not being focused. Um, sometimes that can cause us to become more overwhelmed and then it just kind of spirals into uh, a bigger problem. Then your list gets bigger. You feel more overwhelmed and more weighed down. And yeah, it's not a great place to be. Yeah. So one of those kind of self-defeating behaviors I find for me, um, I find my biggest loss of time is in technology. And I really don't think I'm alone in that because technology is such a big part of our society. Um, actually, a funny story is when I was younger, I I begged my parents for a cell phone. Um, I think I was the last one to have one. Um, and uh, I got it for Christmas, but um, they had just purchased the phone for me. So there was also a lesson involved. Go figure. Thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> but the lesson was, okay, so here's the phone. We've purchased the phone for you. And now you're going to have a pay per use and you're going to buy these cards monthly and I was only allowed to start with my parents let me have 100 text messages a month. And to hear that even now in today's day and age, however many years later, it just, it's it's like only 100 text messages. What do you mean? We have Messenger now, we have whatever. And I guess I'm younger than you, but I'm still old enough for it to be, I had the slide phone as my first phone. So internet was not an Wasn't option. Wasn't it the QWERTY? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. So yeah messenger and snapchat and things like that were not an option at that time you didn't have data it was straight text messaging so 100 you text weren't messages. watching tiktoks or that no. sort of thing sending snapchats or silly faces or, right so all you yeah. had was 100 text messages a month and i'm like hey i got a phone i don't really care i'm ready for this i can totally do this 100 text a month thing um and what a lesson that was for me so um, what ended up happening was I sent, I think it was something crazy, like 10 times the amount of text messages that I was allowed in the month in the first week. And it was so to the extreme that I was honest with my parents. I said, listen, we have to call the phone company because there's no way that I sent that many text messages. I know myself, like I'm looking through my messages right now. There's no way. 
Well, we called the phone company. We had a bit of a discussion with them, whatever. My daughter says she doesn't didn't send that many text messages. And right. <laughs> no, but and that's yeah. it. I thought that I did not send that many text messages, but it was a huge lesson for me. And so now in today's day and age, um, I actually looked into my phone and everything. Um, most phones have it. I, I have an Android. So if you go into like your settings and it's called like digital well-being, and then you look through the charts. Um, I even looked before today's episode, uh, just today alone, I've spent three collective hours on my phone and it breaks it down by app. But anyway, all of that to say is that phones, like technology for me is where a lot of my time is spent and I'm pretty sure that's where a lot of people probably that's where a lot of their time is spent too but um, some Uh, people may not even realize how extreme it is ironically you're not on your phone all the time either yeah so you know people that don't put their phone down or they're always scrolling on some app yeah you should check that out I dare you so yeah, it's uh, seriously. settings, digital well-being, and then charts. That's on an Android. Not sure what it would be on uh, on an iPhone, but uh, yeah, it's def- it's definitely there, and it it's worth looking at because even before we started recording, Mom's like, "I'm gonna look at mine today too," and there's <laughs> no way I there's no way Kennedy, no, they this is wrong. Like YouTube must have been playing in the background because there's no way I spent <laughs> no. that much time. No, YouTube. There, there really must be an explanation there. But anyway, okay. so um, each of us have around approximately fifteen hundred minutes in a day. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we look at division of time, sleeping takes about four hundred and fifty minutes. Where and this takes... is and this is just rough math too, just to right. give you an idea. Right. So we started with fifteen hundred, then we deducted. 450 for sleeping time, uh, work about 480 minutes uh, based on uh, full time, eight hour, eight yeah. hour work day. Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got your eating and food prep. Let's call that 180 minutes. Then getting ready for the day takes about 30 more. So, you know, it's, it's adding up here. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the day, after all of those deductions, just rough math, and that's not including, you know, transportation to work and the amount of time you sat in the drive through to get a coffee or all of these sorts of things, what you're left with at the end of the day is 360 minutes. So that's six hours. Mm. That's, yeah. uh, that's significant when you divide it down like that. Yeah. So yeah, we just wanted to leave you with that today because the big question is how are you going to spend your time during the day? And even just with the six hours. Okay, well, Kennedy spent three of those six hours today on her phone, apparently. So now mm. I'm left with three hours. Yeah. So it's just, it really sets in. So anyway, really we hope we uh, said some interesting things or thought-provoking things for you today. And uh Again, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode and uh, we will see you next Monday. See you next time. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast@outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca.
And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.